Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music in Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on both warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com is the Watchman's latest article, Eternal Choices, Avenue of the Foolish and Absurd. Could it be the house of the foolish, absurd, and meticulously born and bred to destroy a free nation that at one time was the greatest country on earth? For Americans, this is God calling people to repentance through his servants who herald the gospel of Christ. This is a spiritual battle. Our hopes are high. The cost is tremendous. And the rewards are eternal. Make your choice, O people, of this great land of America. And to the nations of men, make your choice. Featured on DanaGlennSmith.com Breaker he who leads to victory. Last days, perilous, purposeful, and prophetic. God's eternal clock of redemption. Last days, perilous, purposeful, and prophetic. Featured on warn-usa.com American Republic You Can Keep Overcoming Miraculous Missions on Classic Warren Radio Ordained Powers of God Book of Romans Part 25 Faith Facing Temptation Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 95 on Battle Lines And don't miss these Warren Radio episodes from Thursday the 11th of January 2024 Savior Redeemer Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 200 on Battle Lines and Friday January 12th The Word of the Lord Message and Messenger Part 1 and be sure to get your copy of The Rising The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storylines of The Rising is a truth of what's happening in America now. 
And you can get your copy by going to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Angus and Robertson. You can also get the Rising ebook on Google Play. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and it's good to be here. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. And we're in January 2024. And it's the ninth, no, the 17th today. It's hard to believe we're past the middle of the month already. Yeah. And we had a break in there for a while over Christmas and everything. We take the time to get everything ready for the next year. We've got file cleanup, just a lot of things you have to do, websites and things. So we got a lot of that done. And uh, so here we are ready for another prophetic year. And the Lord's still on the throne. Thank you, Lord. There are a lot of threats. And people get worried and they get concerned. And the best advice I can tell you is to draw close to the Lord Jesus Christ. Get in his word and listen to it every day or read it. And then understand that when you get a thought that you don't like. Now you may think all those thoughts are yours. They're not. They're the enemy of your soul that plants thoughts in you and get you to thinking about things that get you totally upset. And you need to rebuke those spirits in the name of the Lord and cast them into outer darkness. You need to pay attention to those things and get rid of them. Amen. Because you can have a, a peaceful mind, soul, spirit. But remember, this is spiritual warfare and part of that is the devil tempting you every day, all the time, trying to get you unhappy, mad, and everything else. And frankly, a lot of people don't need help from the devil to do those things. They're pretty good at it themselves. So draw close to the Lord and look to him because this thing is not not over. And I mean the troubles in America and uh, the financial, some of the financial stuff that's going to happen. Uh, we've been in touch with some experts about that. 
and uh, I hear about it all the time from others, including Trump, you know, and uh, there is considerable concern along with, uh, you know, the absolute lawlessness of the Biden administration. So uh, we got to plug through this year. 2024 is going to be a banner year for a lot of things, and there's going to be things happening, and they could be very, very, very grievous things. And, and it could affect your finances and a lot more. So it's time for you to do research. It's time for you to think about what's going on. So, but other than that, everything's peachy. (laughs) You know, what isn't peachy is if you get in California and a lot of these other areas that have a lot of liberals in them, uh, a lot of your fast foods are moving out. You know, many years ago, Tara and I, a tower and I, uh, you know, we frequented those uh, establishments of utter unbelief, and they would present you with French fries that weren't French fries, and burgers that looked like something from a cow patty, and but there was some good ones, but apparently a lot of them, there's a lot of them that are going bankrupt. And I've I've seen a list of those, and restaurants as well. So we're not really doing good in Biden's America. Uh, Janet Yellen came out today and was saying how everything is nice and uh, Biden's policies are responsible, you know, to make it all great. And I was wondering what America she was living in. Well, she's probably not living in America Tower. Who is that? Janet Yellen. Oh, I don't know. I think she's just delusional. Well, you know, I I, I think that uh, she goes in and props up the markets and does some things, you know, according to the interest rates and things. And <clears throat> Well, you know, the gas went down. That's good. Yes. It's down to two oh nine a gallon. That's the lowest I've seen it in a long time. Yeah. Well, when I first came over here to this neck of the woods, I went over here and filled up, and I think it was 19 cents a gallon. <laughs> that was a day or two ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And I thought that was, you know, it, it was a good deal. But... Uh, I can't remember what it was in my home, but uh, now look at us, you know. And that wasn't all, you know. Our first house that uh, Tower and I bought was actually the price of some of these cars you got, the cheaper ones. Yeah, the low price cars. <laughs> That's what our first house was. Good grief. Yeah, wouldn't it be nice to have those prices again? Yes, it would. So, at any rate, this is, uh, we have been doing uh, stuff on our websites. I mean, we continue to publish, even then when when we're not having live shows. Um, We do the live show in our studio, and then we post it. But... uh, 
you know, the thing of it is, is that we're glad to be back in 2024. We're back on yes. our regular schedule. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, no, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And uh, we have the same things. We're finishing up on our Isaiah series on Thursday. We're doing uh, on Wednesdays. This show is uh, for the persecuted church. We advocate for the persecuted church and for those uh, ministries that help the persecuted church. And Friday, Sound the Shofar, that's early in the morning. That's a total new series. So check out our broadcast. Go on over to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. You got a, any word of uh, introduction or, or hello? No, I've already said everything. Okay, she's fine. <laughs> I'm, well, glad, I'm glad the cold spell is over. Man, we were freezing here. It was below zero and wind chilled made it about 40 below yeah it, it was several frigid. days of that so we're in the 30s mid to high 30s we're having a heat wave now yeah 30 degrees and we're having a heat wave yeah well when it's way below zero that's the way it is you have but to take the dog out and watch her so she and I had to help her in a couple times while we were out there because yeah. she was too cold and couldn't walk back to the house. Had to pick her up, carry her. She's a 60-pound dog. <laughs> well, at any rate, our first thing up front is uh, one of our our new posts, a post that we have up. And uh, by the way, when you go to warren-usa.com, up in the nav bar we have a lot of links and these are connected to some of the top studies that we've done and we have a link to the overall Isaiah series the Isaiah series is 201 posts and and what that represents is 201 hours of shows that we've done and it also represents at least another 201 hours of study when most of the time it takes at least two to three hours to get this done. So we have invested a lot of money in the, I mean a lot of time, not money, a lot of time. God has freely given and we freely give and uh, so uh, check out our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Look into our archives. You'll find some stuff and interviews that we have had hidden on those sites for many, many years. So, including people like uh, L.A. Marzulli and a few other PhDs in there as well. So at any rate, one of the posts we wanted to tell you about today, it's part 23 of Romans, Conformed, Transformed, the re and Renewed, the book of Romans, part 23. Now I believe this is a 25-part series. I can't be exactly sure of that because it's been a long time since we've done it. But uh, this is one of our featured posts, uh, and it... 
this is an extremely popular portion of scripture in this particular one because we're going to be in this particular one it takes up Romans 12 and uh, you know one of the little things that says in here in the intro to find that good and acceptable and perfect will of God this section brings us into the deep water of the Spirit of God and we are not to be selfish have temper tantrums or be centered on fleshly desires and attitude we are to be brought into that realm of Christ Jesus where we reflect his light we believe and have faith and we're justified thereby you know and I've looked at this before the the first words of that in Romans 12 I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God you know sometimes I read this stuff and it sounds almost like poetry I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service I like that first verse amen which is your reasonables reasonable you know, we I'll tell you, that's one thing. Today's society, there's not many people that are reasonable. Boy, that's for sure. And, and so one thing you can tell about a Christian, you can tell them by their fruits. And you can also tell by the gods that people serve. You know, by the fruits. You start looking at the fruits of some of these people, uh, some of these so-called religious people and I'm not specifically talking about Christians here Christians aren't committing jihad Christians aren't cutting off heads Christians aren't raping and slaughtering little babies but there is a religion that teaches you to do that so we're in the end of days, so you need to know the difference. At any rate, check out this article on warren-usa.com, the uh, Conformed, Transformed, Renewed, the Book of Romans, Part 23. You know, Tower, if you really do add these things up and you look at the fruits and you take all these particular religions and you put them together, you're going to find out a few things because in Christ Jesus... We have the Spirit of God and we have the ability to be conformed, transformed, and renewed into the image of our God and our Savior. Amen. And it's amazing what God does. It is, he is amazing. It is. And so that's why we do what we do. We've been doing it for over 25 years, but that wasn't the beginning of of at for tower and i we go back into 1973 and so we've been on this road a long time now we are now international christian concern persecution.com that's our next thing we're going to cover Pakistan deportation of Christians 
And this is a little thing that comes out of persecution.org, International Christian Concern. And we get these notices all the time when there's something that is happening. And this was happening about December, around the holidays. And uh, persecuted Afghan Christians were being deported from Pakistan. Well, what they're doing there is they got out of Afghanistan where the Taliban was and they went to Pakistan for safety. And they were around the border area and went in. And so this is what happened. The government of Pakistan declared a sweeping operation to expel illegal foreign nationals from the country. Well, probably why they didn't want to run into any trouble, you know, with the Taliban. But Tower, I'm going to stop there. You and I read an article, and there was another Muslim group that was actually attacking Pakistan. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was uh, Iran. Was You s said something, you told me something about it yesterday. Iran was attacking Pakistan. And that doesn't make any sense. I thought they were in it together, you know. Well, they may not be. So at any rate, what happened was, and this, this isn't quite a million... Uh, the total, the, the top number is 800,000 Afghans went to Pakistan for refuge uh, and because they want to get away from the brutal rule of the terrorist group, the Taliban. And you might know it, the Taliban is the group that our knuckle-headed president screwed things up royal because, you know, this cost... Uh, uh, some military lives. People got killed here. They left one of the finest uh, air bases that we've ever built there. They left tons of weapons, millions and millions of dollars of weapons in, in here. And equipment. And equipment. And so Pakistan has more arms, more equipment, more more stuff to make war with than any other I would say probably any other Muslim group in the world. And that's thanks to Joe Biden. And and those who carried out his wishes, it was a sloppy job. It cost lives. It's horrible. And that was going to mark the way Biden does things. And when people look at, you know, Biden himself... This guy has one of the worst uh, approval ratings in history. And uh, the thing of it is, he should have never been put in there. But he's in there, and he needs to pay the piper for this really terrible escape out of Afghanistan. And why that's a deal is because all these Christians were in Afghanistan ahead of time before Joe Biden screwed it up. 
And because of the way they did things, the Taliban was able to come in and take over the country. And uh, the guy that was running along with everybody that was his army disappeared. And so these people wanted to escape uh, the brutal rule, and the only place to go was Pakistan, and now they ran them out. Yeah. And uh, so international Christian concern has identified at least a 1,000 Christians in Pakistan are on the brink of being deported. And uh, so this is a, a dynamic. In other words, it, it can change at any moment. It's very, very, when you see the word dynamic, this means, you know, this is serious. Uh, because it, it, it is an ongoing uh, trouble spot. And people are going to get killed. You know, I hate all that when that oh, happens. Oh, I do too. I just, you know, I don't like it. And for the life of me, I don't know why Biden did that. You know, I don't really think he knew what he was doing. Um, I don't think he still and knows what he's doing. Yeah, I don't either. But there, he really didn't. And I remember I was listening to some news at the time. And he, and he was quoted as just telling his people to get us out of there. So they did. They got us out of there. Yeah, it cost lives. We left all of our equipment. We didn't even get our equipment out. <laughs> you know? And now Biden is uh, trying to support uh, the Ukraine uh, with money. We have no business being there. No, and we don't have the money to support Ukraine's war. So Zelensky was over romancing uh, the WEF, the World Economic Forum. And Klaus Schwab, they were going to do a big speech before the somebody, I think it was the UN. So at any rate, things are a mess. Yes, they are. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. This story is Rice for Starving Christians in Asia. This is stories from, the story is from BarnabasAid.org. I think I would die without this help, without this help, said Yao, a Christian widow to our part, project partners in Southeast Asia. Rice is a staple food for everyone in her country. But with the rice harvest about to begin, prices are rising steeply. Many rice fields have been bought up recently by foreign investors who use the land to grow other crops to export. To make matters worse, flash flooding in October destroyed much of the rice that would have been harvested next month. Many poor or rural Christians wonder if they will have anything to eat. On top of this, Christians in rural areas often face severe persecution. They are a small minority and are sometimes thrown out of their homes and off their farmland because they are faithful to Christ, their Lord and Savior. This leaves them destitute, without shelter, or means to grow food. I would die without this help, Yo said. She is a widow who relies on Barnabas-funded rice projects. 
Your gift will enable us to keep providing rice for her and other desperately poor Christians in Southeast Asia so that they can survive. And you can help by going to BarnabasAid.org and $8 will buy 22 pounds of milled rice to feed hungry Christians in Southeast Asia. $36 will buy 110 pounds of milled rice and $72 could buy 220 pounds of milled rice. And your gifts will be used to purchase rice from Christian farmers in the country. Mill it and distribute the milled rice free every month to 120 local churches, mainly in rural areas. The congregations of all the churches total about 13,000 believers. At each church, the elders decide each month who is in who is most in need and how to allocate the rice so your gift will always be feeding the hungriest and neediest of our brothers and sisters and that's barnabasaid.org that's a blessed ministry may the lord bless them abundantly well you know rice when you talk about rice you know, it's a staple of food, just rice itself, yeah. for millions of people. And when you're overseas like that, you know, you have rice, but a lot of them have trouble even getting clean water. And so I think of America, how America's been blessed. Oh, man. And then I see where America is headed. It's not going to be a nice place. Nope. So, let's move on here. I thought I... I seen something. Oh yeah, here we are. This is bitter winter. Now this is uh, they're not located in China, but a lot of the people that uh, are writing this, uh, they get the information out from China. And this is about the Pulang Gong practitioners. Now you see. Christians right away are targeted. And there are some uh, churches in China for Christians. But we've seen um, China and the way they've handled many different groups in China. And it isn't good. So there's this old couple, husband and wife, are Pulangong practitioners. And husband and wife both are practitioners of Pulangong. And the husband has been sentenced to four years and five years for the wife. Lee Shulin, he is a male Falun Gong practitioner 
and should not be confused with the female coal religionist from another city. She's also called Lee Shulin. Now she died in 2004 because of mistreatments she suffered during her re-education. The male Lee Shulin was born in 1964 and had been already arrested three times during the first decade of our century as a Falun Gong practitioner. And he's been sent to re-education centers where he has been beaten and tortured. In January 2023, Lee and his wife Wang Luhan were reported to police for distributing materials for the Falun Gong. This was during the Chinese New Year. So they were reported. And January 31st, now see they're talking about the New Year. They were distributing the materials during the Chinese New Year season. So apparently the season was longer than just the one day. And so January 31st, that's that's New Year's. No, the next day would be New Year's. Yeah. You're ringing in the New Year. And so the police broke into their home. That's the kind of security you have. They detained them. They took all their books and stuff. And so where they live, the Public Security Bureau, is infamous for its lack of mercy. Because they persecute any illegal religion, including Christian house churches, with no mercy whatsoever. And, and that, you know, that is China. That's what China does. So anybody else that gets along with China are usually atheists. But we've, over the years, have covered a lot of stories about Christians in China, haven't we, Tower? Holly, we have. All over Asia. And so we're against treating people like this. They're not Christians, but we don't want them treated like that. But see, you're talking about China. They don't care. Now the next one comes to us from BarnabasAid.org. Now some good news. In Algeria, a church leader had his sentence reduced. That's good. Well, Algeria, that's not exactly the scope of freedom either. Nope. And in the Philippines, four were killed at a church service bombing. 
And of course, that's when these people do this. And I'm talking about, uh, you know, a lot of radical Muslims will do this. Just about anybody that that hates Christianity. You know, that there in the church service, that's where everybody's together. And if you're going to kill somebody, especially a Christian, the best thing to do is wait for them to go to church. And that happens all the time, globally, all the time. So if you have a church pastor and you're living in one of these countries, I suppose you already know if you're going to have church, don't spread the word around. Make sure you have people coming that you can trust. And there's also another thing that happened. An Algerian church leader was in prison and uh, they reduced his two-year sentence. His original sentence was two years and they reduced it. So they're happy about that. So a senior church leader in Algeria has seen his original sentence reduced on appeal. His first name is Yusuf. He's vice president of the Protestant Church of Algeria. That's a big name. Yes, it is. But uh, in Algeria, I don't think they have a lot of freedoms there. He was charged with allegedly holding an unauthorized religious meeting in a building not permitted to be used for religious worship. See, and they can get you for that too. But see, the Holy Spirit don't care. You're not going to stop the Spirit of God from moving. And so they got these buildings that not permitted to be used for religious worship. And I've seen this in a lot of areas. The building has to be okayed. Even Egypt does that and a number of others. Now in America, you can, wherever you find four walls or no walls, you can have a service. But the thing of it is, when he had an appeal hearing, they reduced his sentence to one year. Yeah, that's good. And his fine was $725. <coughs> well, if you can't pay your fine, you're going to stay in jail. And so Pastor Yusuf put in a second appeal to a higher court. And he's waiting a date for a further hearing. Well, I hope it happens soon. He wants the sentence overturned and that he's going to be acquitted. Now in the Philippines again, four people were killed and 50 others injured when a bomb was detonated at a church service in the southern Philippines. Now ISIS, or known as Daesh, uh, claimed the responsibility for the attack. The service was held in a university gymnasium, a gymnasium in Marawi, Marawi, 
if I said that right. And Ferdinand Marcos Jr. condemned the bombing. Extremists who wield violence against innocent will always be regarded as enemies to our society, he said. Well, that's good to hear that. Yes, it is. And that particular city is one of the largest Muslim cities in the Christian-majority Philippines. In 2017, it was besieged by ISIS militants for five months, during which time churches were destroyed and Christians held hostage. I think, you know, we covered that back in 2017. We talked about that. Yeah, I remember that. Because uh, they were talking about ISIS coming in there and everything. So in Mali, the government and church authorities announced the release of a German church minister. He was kidnapped in November of 2022. He was in, in there in captivity for a little over a year. And he's 66 years old. He lived in Mali for more than 30 years. Wow. And uh, he has since gone back to Germany. I don't blame him. And they know the group that did it, one that has close links to Al-Qaeda. And there's been several instances of kidnapping of foreign missionaries. And in southern Laos, ten Christian families were evicted from their villages in September and have been given new land to build on, but no compensation for their loss of homes. That's unfortunate. So as you can see around the world, there's a lot of trouble and a lot of issues. Now, these updates come from BarnabasAid.org, and BarnabasAid is one of those uh, groups that that we recommend if you want to look for somebody that can uh, give you an idea of what's going on around the world for Christians, but it's also a good organization which you can donate to and help them. And when we talk about donating to these or mentioning their names, we do not get paid for that. We don't take money for that. We do this out of service to these people because they're doing dangerous jobs and they're trying to help the persecuted church. Are you ready? Yes, this is Christian persecution is raging. This is via CBN News. Christian persecution is is raging across the globe with a new report finding an estimated 200 to 300 million Christians worldwide face some form of rebuke for their beliefs. <clears throat> Jeff King, president of International Christian Concern, known as ICC, <clears throat> excuse me, and one of the world's most knowledgeable experts on religious freedom and persecution, told CBN Digital his organization's recent 2023 Persecutors of the Year report paints a bleak picture of what believers experience. In particular, he underscored the staggering nature of the 200 to 300 million 
people under duress. I have been do- I have been doing this for 20 some years and that's bigger than the populace of Christians in the United States. He said of the startling estimate, it ranges from light persecution to the discrimination of the church, which is the murder and assassination and torture. While some of the persecution raging across the world is intent, intense and deadly, King warned that Christians in the U.S. too face much lighter forms of denunciation, but that the rebuke is necessary to mention and explore. You see the job discrimination, that inclusion from the public square, the silencing, the firing, the court cases, all that stuff is persecution, he said. And while King said he doesn't want to be an alarmist, but cautioned, the storms are gathering, describing the current dynamic in America as persecution light. But people need to wake up because we are the frog in the kettle. And if you just follow the trajectory, you need to do some, we need to do something. We need to raise our voice. We need to shout and we need to cry foul when a foul is being perpetrated against us. And he's right about that. He is. That frog in the kettle, he just sits there and you can turn the fire up and he'll end up cooking to death. Well, you know, we are really in that in that pot right now. We are. It's disturbing. Because we have people here that openly are hostile. To, well, they are. To America. To the people that live here. And also to Christians but also to others. So we have them here. Now, the next one we're doing is from MorningStarNews.org. And Morningstar News is a good little magazine. They have a good little website. And they, they publish a lot of stuff from a lot of different organizations. And uh, so you can go to MorningStarNews.org. But this article is about Mauritania, and uh, this is actually something that happens before. We reported on on a miracle that happened uh, when a group of Christians were baptizing, being baptized in India, and at that time they were attacked by a group of. Um, Indians, uh, and I'm not sure whether they were Muslim or whether they were Hindu, but uh, it was it was miraculous because uh, there was a big dust cloud and they couldn't see, and the Lord appeared in it to them and told them who He was, and so the people being baptized were safe, and the people that were trying to kill him actually wound up coming to the Lord because of this supernatural miracle. And so in Mauritania, it's it's dangerous there. And uh, they were doing a video of a baptism ceremony in November, and Muslims uh, called for their punishment. And uh, so... 
you know, the police that got involved in this, of course, but uh, the Christians were not charged with any crime. And so a Christian leader from there said they have been asked to go home and believe what they want, but in private and discreetly. A Christian leader in the region told Christian Daily International, It seems that our brothers have far more to fear from the Islamists than from the government. Thank God for this happy ending. Boy, that's true. You know, I mean, the government sends them home. We've seen the exact opposite many, many times. When Muslims scream foul or Hindus scream foul in various regions, we've seen the government bow to them and convict the Christians every time. Yeah. And so this is good. And so it's a good, it's really a good story, you know. There was 15 to 18 people, and they were all arrested, but uh, they were shortly released. And there's no law against evangelism in the Northwest African country. So what what are you going to get them for? You can't get them for, for that. And, and, of course, a lot of these Muslim groups would love to have them arrested. And it says here that only foreigners are allowed to hold non-Muslim religious services in Mauritania. It is illegal for citizens to attend, according to the U.S. State Department's latest International Religious Freedom Report. And while Mauritanians are prohibited from holding church services... The government does not usually prevent non-Islamic groups from holding religious gatherings in private spaces. And there is no law against evangelism, but officials nevertheless forbid non-Muslims from proselytizing. And of course, it's reminded that uh, in Islam, if you leave Islam, it's punishable by death. And in Mauritania, it's 98% Sunni Muslim. Wow. That's a high percentage. Yeah, it makes you wonder who are all the Christians. They had to be other Muslims. You know? And uh, Mauritania ranked uh, 20th on the Open Doors 2023 World Watch list. And that's a good watch list, by the way. Yes, it is. He details a lot of things and for, so, for the country. Yeah, check out Open Doors. And uh, this particular one is from Morningstar News, but, it, you know, a lot of these ministries will put this in here. And this is about Open Doors as well. So... You know, there's a lot of danger out there for Christians. You know, when one thing we want to bring up, we're not going to stay here long, and that's Stand with Israel. Uh, This was on ChristianNewsWire.com, but... uh, 
you know, according to reports and to obvious evidence, the United States is more hateful of Jews than ever before. It's increasingly dangerous for Jews in America. So many Jews are afraid to identify as Jews, and many others are afraid to identify as pro-Israel, especially especially if you're on a campus somewhere, because a lot of these stupid students, and they're they're ignorant. They are, you know. They don't want anybody to support Israel. Well, I got news for you, people. Israel is going to be supported. no matter how much you hate it. To Jewish eyes and ears, the rapid growth of American anti-Israel and anti-Semitic violence is remnant, you know, it reminds you of uh, German Nazism in the 30s. And uh, they had the Jew-hating brown shirts that Hitler allowed to go around causing trouble uh, and that is exactly what, uh, you know, the Democrats were doing by allowing Antifa and BLM to continue with what they were doing. And uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer was very famous. He, you should know him if you're a Christian. He tried to rally the German church to stand with the Jewish people against the Nazi German scourge of genocide, but he failed. And of course he was martyred, but uh, today we still have a mess with Israel and the Muslims and other countries that are turning against them. And it doesn't help to have a bunch of knuckle-headed Americans hating one of our best allies in the Middle East. And so we've got about five minutes left. And uh, do you have time for that? Um, I don't know. Well, we don't have to. You know, we can just tell them the, a minute or two of it and we'll, because this is... Okay, well, I, can, I think I have time. Ter- terrorists murdered 145 Christians on Christmas Eve. What should have been a time of festive celebration turned into one of panic and devastation as terrorists launched a collective sequence of attacks in Nigeria's plateau state. Coordinated radicals displaced thousands, destroyed hundreds of properties, and killed 145 believers. Christiana Luca was almost a casualty on Christmas Eve. Uh, was almost a casualty. On Christmas Eve, Christiana returned to her house after church and began preparing food for the following morning. She was expecting friends, neighbors, and family members to stop by. Moments after she started cooking, she heard the staccato of gunshots all around her house. Bullets hit the front door to her home and shattered windows. Fearing for her life, she made a daring escape by rushing out the back door. She was struck by a bullet, but made it to safety with no life-threatening injuries. However, many in central Nigeria would not be so fortunate. 
Local authorities in Plateau State announced 145 Christians were killed by those attacks. Among those was a Baptist pastor, Ibrahim Moses, and uh, Reverend Solomon of Dar's Village was killed during the attack along with nine members of his church in a different village, Musha. The terrorists killed 16 Christians. Solomon and um, so we need to really um, pray for our brothers and sisters. Well, you know, Nigeria. that's Nigeria too, Tara. Yeah, Tower. we always talk about Nigeria. All the time. Nigeria is terrible. Didn't used to be there. Yeah. A good it's thing. It's sad. First Peter 4, 2 is in here. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on to test you as though something strange were happening to you. So pray for the persecuted church. We're coming down to the end. But remember all these places, please, and pray for the believers there. Yeah. Uh, you want to say goodbye? Pakistan, Asia, China, yeah. North Korea, Korea, Mauritania. And yes, thank you for joining us whenever you do. It's always a pleasure to have you here with us. We love you. We pray for you. We always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. And please pray for your brothers and sisters around the Israel. I mean, around the world and pray for Israel. And we thank you for all you do for the king. May God richly bless you. We love you. Be careful. Be safe. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Read the articles, listen to the shows, and you can always stop by uh, our contact page and send us a message. And we thank you for joining us, and we pray that the Lord will guide you and direct you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. May his angels walk beside you in the dangerous places. And may the Lord's Spirit comfort you in the nighttime. Be careful. Be safe. Have the faith. Look to the Lord because the Lord will never forsake us. And pray for America while you're at it. America needs it. America is in a lot of trouble. And this year is one of those years that there is going to be a lot of things occurring here. So remember us. We'll remember you. We'll all look to the Lord together. May God bless you and keep you. Until next time, Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.